You're listening to Colin Bradley Artcast with Colin Bradley and Stephen Bradley. Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode. It's nice to see you, Dad. Uh, and and you too, Steve. It's been it's lovely to see you on a beautiful day today. We've it's got so gorgeous. Mm. Gorgeous sun. Gorgeous sun. It's warming up the uh, the place a little bit, which is nice, isn't it? Mm. It's nice. It's nice to be down. We chatted last time about how we're we're doing these podcasts in person. I know a lot of people have been a bit disappointed because they love the weekly check-in um and uh, it's been a little while since i've been able to get down and see you but hopefully it won't be too long between episodes in future yes let's hope so well when the better weather comes steve you know and we're coming up to you we've made arrangements to come to see you haven't we so it's going to be a two-way thing you come here i come there yeah can, so we might get more podcasts in that way mm. How have you been anyway? Um, I've been very well. Thank You've you. been busy yes. as well. Oh, yes. Well, you know I've been busy. My goodness. Um, we've really bashed them out now, and uh, I'm loving loving every minute of it. So, uh, And I think I think the um, the quality of the work has increased. I, uh, I know it might sound strange, but it, I talked about it last time. I just feel there's something little extra going on here now. I think... It's because I I like a challenge. Mm. I've always liked a challenge, and um, but I'm getting to a point now. I want to look for the challenge. Mm. You know, when you're looking at a picture, and you think, "Oh, that's nice. I want to do that." And uh, you, with a certain amount of confidence, you think, "Well, like, it's like this is okay. I can actually do this." So uh, I'm going to enjoy the process. Well, now I look at it and think, "Is there anything in this particular picture, or can I find a picture?" that's going to test me. Mm. And uh, I found a few, <laughs> and <laughs> they have, which is nice because I can relay this in, in the video and in the narrative. I can actually say this is a little tricky. Fortunately for me, I've got over them all, <laughs> you know. Um, but, of course, if I didn't, you wouldn't see it. So, <laughs> no, well, but no, seriously, no, I, have, um, I have managed to get over it. But it's it's lovely to have that kind of um excitement you know aspect to it all mm. i think anyway i think I, th- I, I hope other people will find it as interesting as i have well recent challenges i would say that you've faced and things that certainly stand out to me that you you wouldn't you haven't done before is the uh one that we just released the the bubbles the dog with the bubbles that's right and i bet you looked at those bubbles and you thought how on earth am i going to do that yes because i've not done them before (laughs) (laughs) because there's the purples and the other colors as well like Hmm. it it was amazing watching that actual section Hmm. um, of the footage and thinking god that's how do you do that that's right yes i i I show the picture and when i show the picture the photograph that is I then usually discuss this. How how am I going to be able to get that? So people are with me at that stage because nothing's been done. There's no practice pieces. It's just that's it. Which again is nice because I find that exhilarating. Yeah, you can imagine, can't you? You, it's like you know if you've got an actor or a singer or what they've got either a script or the, the songs already there. They don't have to. They just interpret it. With me, I've got to you know write the script and i've got to do it all present it at the same time exactly and, and this is why i think it's so exciting to do because i don't know how it's going to turn out 
<laughs> you see what I mean? Anyway, it's fun. It's adrenaline. You're getting your adrenaline. Oh, I think so. I'm, I'm getting the fix. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you've done a, a couple of uh, new pictures, which uh, you're giving me the cards today. Um, uh, shadow pictures that are really, really pushing you as well. Yes, um, and people would have noticed recently anyway, like the man, the man with the book was an extreme extremely challenging mm. like picture to get right and um the other the other couple that you're giving me today which people will see on the on the website soon also feel like they generate that kind of oh my goodness well this it, is a challenge yes but once again if i hadn't done those i wouldn't have done the last two so mm. what i mean so every one i do i've I, I learn from it and think that was a challenge and i thought can i do it yes i can wow i've done it and once you've gone that you've gone through that you can think okay what's the next hurdle mm. so now i'm starting to look for things the 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 one that are we gonna we're not going to show any are we so i don't want to talk about yeah them. So we'll show, show them because oh, they will right. be up soon they will, oh, okay. they'll be up soon. Well, it's the the young girl um with with the lantern mm. when i saw that i thought and it was a colored picture it wasn't black and white so i had to translate it into black and white and i looked at that and think how on earth am i going to do it but i thought what a lovely thing if i can pull it off people have heard me say this before what a wonderful thing to do if i can pull it off first of all the 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 difficulty i had was that this was a little girl of asian heritage and i thought this is going to be a lovely picture if i can pull it off and um so i started Always I start with the most difficult thing in this case, and it was the um, interpretation of the portrait. And I wanted it to be, it has to be close to the original picture that I've got because people are following that too. So they can't just, mm. they, I can't just go at a tangent and say, oh, well, this is what this will, this will do. It's slightly different to the original. I can't do that because people have been following that as well because that's what they're going to do if they do their own pictures. Uh, perhaps their family and so on. Anyway, we got to a point where I thought, I'm going to do that. And it was uh, surprisingly easy. I, I, I found, because I've done so much of it, Steve, over the years anyway, not just shadow pictures, but um, you know, coloured portraits too, I kind of know how to keep at it. Mm. Do you know what I mean by that? Keep at it. You, you start... In, in a process of building your base colours up, being slow, methodical in, in um, setting up the design, whether it's the eyes, the nose, lips or whatever. And, and by that process, you're, you're, you're on safe ground at that stage. It's not until you start then bringing in the, the stronger tones that things can go wrong at that stage. But uh, up to that... It, it, it was uh, it was going fairly smoothly, but I was absolutely thrilled to bits when I finished it because it looked. Because not only are you getting a picture, Steve, you're not just drawing a picture, you're you're drawing a personality. Mm. That's what you've got to try to get across. This this lovely little girl was in awestruck of what she was looking at. You know the the lantern particularly, and I had to try to move that into the. Um, the picture and the narrative. So Were you aware? So you were aware of of actually making it a, a realistic portrait, but then you're aware of the um, feeling that you're going to create and what that child must be feeling in in that moment, and just mm. trying to add that in as well. And where does that come from? You know, 
I don't even think I know where it comes from. Where does it come to? Where do you, where do you put that? Where do you, how do you interpret that? And I think it's only because as long as you put the, as long as your attention of detail is as good as you can get, then it comes from that plus your own inner self. It, it, as you're producing it, something happens, I think, especially if you've done an awful lot of it. it, it something happens within you that then does transfer that and you know that because when you see it back I always look, watch it back I marvel I think how did I do that now mm. if I don't know how I did that then it can't be something that's a mechanical thing it's something that's gone beyond that mm. I hope people understand that it's very hard for me to explain it no I love that I think it's interesting I think that's really it's it's almost it's intriguing because it isn't something that can be communicated it's just something that it mm. is you mm. can't you can't tangibly identify it or uh, communicate it, That's explain right. it. So this is this is why um, I think because I've gone through those, I could I could then pick up the the last picture that I've just done and um, that I sent to you. I sent a few to you saying, "What what do you think? Which one do you like?" And you pick the one, mm. and the one I like too because it's very very striking. Mm. But when I looked first looked at that. I thought, I don't think I'm going to have too much of a problem with this. But I didn't, but I struggled. And fortunately, for the people that are going to be watching this, I say it at the beginning and I say it at the end. You know, when I introduce it and when I do my outro, I, I put it to people exactly how I was feeling at that time. So they And they know because they could have seen me struggling as I went along <laughs> but it wasn't a struggle in, in, in as much as oh, I don't know how to do this mm. I knew how to do it and I knew what I was doing but it took time and uh, perseverance and I, I, I called on all my past experience to, to, to move it beyond the um, point where I thought oh this will do I mean, I think I hate that idea. Oh, this will do. I've never wanted to accept that. So, and then at the end of the day, when I saw it, and of course I had to change it from the, she had a very peculiar necklace on, well, I had to get rid of. Now, when you take something away, you've got to put something in its place. Yeah, of course. And um, I, I mastered that too. So I was thrilled a bit. Probably more so with that than I think one of any of the others I've done so far. Strange, uh, it, yes, it's quite a simple, well, it's a simple concept. Mm. I like that you're doing the, these are the kinds of pictures that you're doing now. These are the kind of pictures that people are going to start seeing on, on the website, you mm. know, those ones that, that have challenged you. And uh, I think that is going to be really interesting for people to watch. I look, I, I'd like to think that because I get a lot of thrills and pleasure out of it, and I hope that that transfers itself across in the video too. And uh, because we've got a couple of cameras now, we've got two cameras, it gives us a little bit more flexibility, doesn't it? Mm. Well, you, not me. I was going to mention that, actually, that if, if people have been watching specifically the last couple, I think, uh, the last few that we've put up, um, we, we experimented with the idea of giving you more to do, Dad, as if you haven't oh, got enough absolutely. already <laughs> to do, but to... to to add in another camera that that was looking down at your work um so that people could see the angles of the pencils and mm. things like that at times and and see 
just another angle, just add something extra to the class, uh, as well as uh, give you a, a camera to talk to and direct, you know, uh, an introduction and an outro, outro to uh, the students themselves and put your face on camera and things like that. And um, I mean, you've dealt with that brilliantly because you've got, you know, we, we sync up the cameras anyway when we've got them uh the footage but uh it's still it's no mean feat to to from your end in the production value you know people forget that and we'll talk about this actually because someone asked about this um your setup and the fact that you know it, it is just you it's not us in a big old studio with no. with three <laughs> cameramen and women and uh you know all of these sound editors and all of this kind of stuff you are literally doing the whole production yourself and then give us the footage and we we do the rest so let's talk about that as we as we're already on this uh topic um yeah someone wrote in and asked um it'd be really interesting to hear about how you guys go about releasing a class and, and what's the process of that kind of a behind the scenes insight into how we work and and how it take how long it takes and how the process is that it gets from your piece of paper to the website mm. Um, and that all starts with you picking out a subject like you said earlier you had a few that you sent to me and you said to you know out of curiosity what what do you and mims think about these subjects and we said oh we like this one and you said me too that's right that's the one i like so where does it go from there in terms of your process right well when i when i when i before that happens actually there's a little bit of a process um with with the pictures that i choose i I have them all um photographed and all is still my camera i don't I don't produce all of them. It's only only a certain amount that I look at and think, hmm, and then I pick one. And the one I pick then, I thoroughly look at it. First of all, the technical interpretation. Like the one that I've just finished, I, I had to remove a, a necklace, which was quite a large section of that um, area. And I thought, if you take it away, what you're going to put it into place? So all of these things go through my mind at that time. And before I start, I, I can't start a picture until I know how I'm going to do it. And I'm sure that applies to everything, every mm. creative um, pursuit. So once I get to the point where I'm happy and I've got it, then that's when I send it to you and say, what do you think? You said, I love that one. When I get that back, I then look at it again, because now it's it's a real thing. It, it, it's, before this, it was maybe 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 but this one is now it's it's a project and uh, we then start the process and then i i use it it's all drawn out and sketched out and i change that a few times but you can't do it too much especially if it's the shadow pictures because you're you're using the i use the uh, white trace down to get the image on and but that is only a that's only a start because then you've got to slightly redraw that it's not like you're doing it on a, a lighter colour paper um, with the graphite. Um, that's the um, pencil graphite image. This is white image on dark paper. So you're you're never going to get it exactly. You can't be that precise. So that worried me when I first started it doesn't anymore because I now know the process to to use so I'd sketch it out and make the sketch itself directly onto the um, dark grey pastel mat in this case as best I can but leaving out some things that I'm not really sure about because then I know that I can 
when I use the pencils, I can then create the um, the imagery I want. Okay, mm. so I've got that on the image. That takes a little time, but once that's on there, I set it up and uh, then um, get all my pencils out. In the in the case of the um, shadow pictures, I've only got four pencils, but you've got a couple of color shapers, and I have to have an eraser, and I have to have all the little bits around me before I actually begin. And then I set the cameras up. And you start start both cameras. Well, I, now, the, now nowadays you've got two. I've got two cameras. I get the one overhead camera and the um, the one that uh, comes from the side. So I set those up, and you have to position them. That's not easy too, especially if I'm doing an intro. I've got to get it my intro right, and I've been done done very well so far with it. You have, yeah. And uh, then once you've got that right, you're all ready. All the lights go on and the, the mic goes on and uh, you're really basically ready to go. And now I have to press two buttons at the same well, at the same time. I, I don't do them at the same time. I go one, two. And, um, and then I asked you to clap. You asked me to clap now. Because you haven't got a clapper board. <laughs> um, but it's when we come to edit... We have to match the two sound, That's cl- right. uh, the two clips up, and it's easiest to do with sound. So That's right. Well, the first few I did, I, I did struggle. I've got to tell you, I struggled. Now, I, not only am I getting better at it, but I'm quite enjoying it. I quite enjoy the idea of the two. Although the last one, there was one clip that I, I mentioned on the notes to you that I didn't. I didn't switch my second... my. Um, close-up camera on didn't switch it on uh, okay i went through the whole process it doesn't matter at all and you'll say well it doesn't matter because we can see and hear everything that's needed so there are there's still probably little um, hiccups that are going to happen the idea <laughs> of this second camera anyway isn't to it, it it's to add a little bit of extra when you go in um in certain parts of the picture just to see because i think especially it's interesting when we see the angle change of your pencil right. mm. uh, or when we see you use the color shaper and we can see you a lot how lightly or or, or just your technique it just mm. adds a bit of refinement and a bit more interest for people to see absolutely and and when i look at it back now i'm amazed at how good that actually is and how informative it is so you have done a brilliant job there so that's basically what we do. And then I switch off and, and um, I don't do it in, I do it in little bursts because I haven't got the staying power that I used to have. I can't spend hours. I've, I have I can a limited amount of time. Um, but And that's probably because of all the other little things I have to do. Yeah. It just becomes, um, I, I need a break. Yeah, you know I mean? absolutely. So, um, so that's how it works. And then when I finish that, and I, I usually look back at the footage mm-hmm. once I've got that I, 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 on the camera and on my bigger. Te- I've got a big television, and I put it onto that, so I see everything, all little foibles, all little things go. And um, once I'm happy with those, sometimes it's not often, but sometimes I would edit it myself and say, "Well, I don't want that one." That's surplus to requirements, and but otherwise I leave that to you when in the editing side, and then I I then put it to bed basically. Although I would create a line drawing, you know, I create a line drawing. I would then list the pencils if I need to. I don't need to with the um, shadow pictures because you know what they are. 
Uh, and then we, I put them on my computer. I put the original picture there, my um, project, which I've just done on it, and the line drawing. And that's ready for you. That's when you and pass then I it over. Pass it all over to you with the <laughs> cards. So there, then it comes to to me and Mims, and we uh, either if we're down like today, we'll take the memory cards off mm. you. And obviously, there's two cards per project, um, and you give those to us in a little folder. Or if we are not coming down for a few weeks, then I'll ask you to pop the card in your computer, and I have a remote access to your computer from mm-hmm. london and i can download the footage from the card straight onto my computer that's right which takes a bit longer because of internet speeds and all sorts um but we do get the footage and we can do it here and, and because again it's remote access to your computer i've got access to the folder you've set up that's where right. you have the line drawing the pencils if you've listed them and the reference picture and your finished picture so it's all there mm-hmm. um for us to get and um then we take it and we go back and uh either mims or i will edit the project um because it's been the two camera set up and mims is a far better video editor than i am um the newer projects have been passed over to mims to edit and she uses premiere pro to sync up the footage and we'll go through and watch and um do any little uh, bits of editing there's not a lot of editing to be fair that's needed it's generally just trimming the clips down mm-hmm. um but actually is there's not there's not a whole lot to do and then um we go through that uh footage and we'll um edit the sound and all of that kind of stuff decide when we want to cut in um and we also add, do any sort of color correction not that we change the the footage in terms of we don't um enhance like the uh we don't alter the actual original color but whenever you get raw footage from a camera um you want to balance it out basically so that's very minimal in terms of the color correction uh and then the sound just again adding little boosters enhances treble bass all that kind of stuff mims would be able to tell you a bit more about the process about that now um she's a bit more pro with it than i am um and then and then once the footage is edited we split it up into parts um export that compress that and then upload that to our the website which is then when mims effectively hands it to me and then i will go onto the website and because i do all the administration on the website i will uh, often duplicate a class um that has its own template already set up which is why sometimes we've had people go this class says you said it to me the other I did day. The other day, yes. the, the, one of the water colors. You said it says Rochester. It's like <laughs> place your bets on which class are duplicated <laughs> to get that template. Um, it just means that you don't have to start from scratch. Um, so yeah, I'll duplicate a class that's similar, like one of the previous shadow pictures, if it's a shadow class, and then I'll go in. Um, I'll upload the footage and um, up take the line drawing, the reference picture, everything that you've given me on your computer, and I'll put that on the. Uh, on the class and I just formulate it, put it all together, upload the images and and do all of that business. Um, And then when we're ready to go live with it, then I hit the publish button and then that goes live. And then I just make sure I do all the other sort of behind the scenes on the admin of the website to make sure that it appears in the class list. And it also appears when people log in, there's a little what's new button um, uh, on the dashboard, which it appears there. So I've make sure that it appears there. And then I post to Facebook and, and all sorts just to let people know. And often we'll put it in the net latest newsletter that we send out. 
And that's basically it. It sounds quite a long-winded process, but it's... Well, I tell you what, I learned something there as well. I'm sure <laughs> other people... I mean, I, I just hand it over to you and say, OK, where's the next project? I didn't don't think about it going on from there. I mean, I know what you have to do, but uh, I didn't know the process was as lengthy as that. And I'm sure that's going to surprise a lot of people. Yeah, I suppose From beginning is... to end, you know, from, from me when I'm looking for projects... And then to you, when you finish and put your finishing touches on it, it's it's wonderful um, that we've been able to. I mean, this is this is all when it all started out, Steve. It was very, very. Um, oh, I, I'll do a project. You can load it to YouTube and so on. It was very, very simplistic. <laughs> but it's now got to the point where it's almost full production. Well, it's you know, definitely up to itself in terms of production value. You know, we have a dedicated video editor now that could do a, a much better job of it. And you um, have two cameras and we have mm-hmm. a, an external sound and design and stuff like that. So we definitely have tried to improve it over the years as we've been mm-hmm. able to take it on ourselves. And, and the fact that we do it all ourselves is amazing you know the, mm. we are still family run you know it's all still within our capabilities um and we're lucky that you know we have we have a great website i'm really proud of it and the platform we use um we've up that upgrade that we did in at the end of 2020 really made a difference and it's meant that it is a bit more lengthy in terms of the process of getting it up on the site but the experience we hope from the student's point of view is is really nice it's I, hopefully I, polished you know absolutely looks I, polished i think it's second to none steve because when i look back on it because i i very often do i go back in and look as a member would look at the different thing and i'm amazed at how polished it actually is it looks really really good and uh, I, i'm i'm proud i'm proud of uh, of our achievements and proud of your achievements and the fact that you know we've got mims on board now there's so much now that uh, has happened and it gives me a tremendous amount of confidence this is why i'm looking when i'm looking at pictures i'm thinking i can see it from the beginning i can see it working through to the end products and a student looking at it and thinking, oh, this is lovely. Because a lot of the projects, I'm sure, people don't necessarily want to do them, but they probably enjoy watching them. Mm. You can still get a lot out of watching oh, something. Yes. The entertainment side of it. One of the things that I did notice on the last one, which I've not, it was on my footage because I was watching it back, um, it was the lips. I was doing the lips. And I was spellbound by him. Now, I was doing the thing, you know, I've done it and I've checked. But when I was looking at it, I think this is really interesting. Mm. I could almost see it on a, you know, a main platform somewhere. Look look how these lips are put together. And uh, so you get an awful lot of pleasure on Mm. that kind of thing and satisfaction, I think, that uh, we've produced something really good. Mm. And it's going to carry on exactly yeah i mean this is you know this is what we're doing now on the regular and uh and testing with testing ourselves with new equipment and you testing yourselves with the artwork uh, testing yourself with the artwork and challenging yourself and um i mean people are, are absolutely loving you know we've, we're getting lots of great feedback about the well that's that's the classes and the subjects yep. and over, so you know i hope that continues and i hope yeah, I hope that was interesting, I suppose, really. Um, don't think about talking about the behinds the scenes because we just kind of get on with it. Don't think it's going to be interesting to people, but... I'm sure it is, though. There we go. 
Cool. Excellent. Okay, let's move on to a couple of questions that we've had. Um, someone asked, I can't remember the name. I'm sorry if you're listening. I didn't take note of this. But they asked, would you ever do oil pastel work? Um, the answer is no, I wouldn't do. Now, why wouldn't I do it? Well, I'm doing pan pastel. I'm doing the pastel pencil. I'm doing stick pastels. I'm doing watercolour. I'm doing the... Um, Colour pencil. What was it? Colour pencil, Yes. <laughs> I think I've done enough. I don't think I want to push the bow out any further. Thank you very much. I love all the all the projects, all the mediums I do. I don't want to go into oil pastel or oil or any other medium. I don't think necessity to do it because I, the thing is, you usually move around if you say if you're a landscape artist you think i think i'd do an acrylic picture this time if you're a watercolor artist you probably can do acrylic i think acrylic's a little easier than watercolor but what benefit would that give me not really any benefit i've thought about this a lot i have done acrylic work when i first started out and i did oil i did an oil painting i sold an oil painting i think i told you that Mm. um but I, I wouldn't say that it was something that uh, I really enjoyed. And I think that's what you've got to do. You've got to enjoy what you do. I love pastel pencils uh, mm. to bits. I like watercolour as well. Probably not as much as I do pastel pencil, in fairness. It's like pan pastel, I like that. But not as much as I do pastel pencil. Do you see what I mean? So this is where I tend to levitate back to what I like best. What um, is it about oil pastel that have you done oil pastel work? Or is that something no. you've not really explored? Cause no, I haven't. I've not done it. What's the difference between that and, say, soft pastel? Because they are still soft, aren't they, oil no, the Oil is made with oil, literally, and where the soft pastel is made with the chalk. So you have a different, completely different makeup. But oil would be more suitable for people that would oil would use oil because they're used to the smoothness of it. Um, but I, I, I've, when I've looked at old pastels and, and I've seen the finished work, which has been lovely, beautiful, you get a really good professional artist doing it, it's really good. Um, I don't think it's forgiving, as forgiving as pastel work would be. You can get away with more with the pastel than you can with oil. You would be a bit more exact with oil. Mm. It's a bit more demanding. So it really would be difficult to teach that as much as it would be. The learning curve is very different, it sounds like. You, you can't just start off with the beginners. No, I, I, I don't think I could. I it's, don't know. I'm it's like beginning with oil. I mean, how do you start with oil? You've got an awful lot of, you've got a lot of information you need. You know, what oils to choose, what mediums you use to, to um, uh, you know, terps or white spirit and all the other things that you need. Um, and then you've got, you can't really correct. You can scrape oil off, but you can't actually get rid of it as such. You've got to either over, over paint or scrape it off one or the other. Now, I don't like all of that, Steve. <laughs> I'm sorry, that, that wouldn't appeal to me at all. So this is the reason I don't do it. Hmm. Fair enough, fair enough. I think it's always really good to get your opinion. That's what people are asking for, mm, you know. It doesn't quite, have to be permission to do something, but it's just interesting to hear your hear your opinions on it. Um, okay, cool. Then uh, Noel sent us an email, and he said, I noticed in your pastel pencil videos, when you apply a colour, you put a base colour down first. 
Do you always have to apply a base or are there certain situations where it's okay to put the colour straight on? Yes, it is. Absolutely, you can. Um, the reason I put base colours in is usually to soften the effect of the, of the stronger tones that are going on or to change them slightly to give me a better... But typical of that would really would be skin tones. If you're, you're using skin tones, you need to have the lighter colours on the paper and it, of course it depends on the paper you're using if you're using say a sand uh, colored paper you need to put the lighter colors on so that then into those lighter colors you can then put sometimes half a dozen different tones to create the um the, the visual effect that you're looking for if you didn't put those on you and you put the the, the raw color say a dark pink or a, a a grey directly on, then you would have too harsh a colour. By putting the lighter colours on, you tend to soften those um, uh, colours that you're going to put on afterwards. And uh, this, as I say, this applies really to that kind of thing. Um, skies is another very, very good example. If you if you were to put the blue directly onto a sand-coloured paper it would be too harsh. You'd never get... you Whatever you did, you'd never get that blue. Even a light blue? No, even a light blue. You wouldn't, you wouldn't do it. It would be too hard. So what you want is a medium, so to speak, that goes on first, whether it's light grey or, in most cases, it's white if it's a, it's a blue sky. Uh, because you, you need then to put the stronger tones, and you can put quite strong tones into that and get exactly the tone that you're looking for. So where would you, which situations would you put uh, a raw colour straight on? Raw colour is, is when you know, and again, this is experience, that the colour you're going to apply won't take an undercolour, won't take a base colour. Poppies, for instance, if you want a poppy field and you wanted to put red poppies in, you use red. You can't use a light colour because once you put a colour on first you're going to weaken that red and they don't like it at mm-hmm. all no well, it turns into pink doesn't it then? it exactly and you can't get it no matter what you do after that if you get stronger reds and so on but then you're pancaking so you can't do that no there are times and red is one of the one of them uh, green um ochre you can put these colors on directly on it's very rarely do, well you never ever see me put a very dark color like black on directly on i won't do that i know some artists do but i don't like that i like to um, use the black as a darkening agent for whatever i'm using Mm. interesting interesting i knew i knew about the red because we've spoken about like the cherries and the poppies that you've done in the past Mm. that being an absolute exception of you saying i've got to put red straight on that's right so it's experience really steve Mm. because i've I've done it the other way and it didn't work (laughs) Fair enough. Thanks, Noel, for your question. That was good. Um, Okay, then to finish off, we've got an email from Marcia who says, Hi, Colin and Steve. I hope you're both doing well. I have a question for Colin and would appreciate his thoughts and feedback. I started drawing for the first time three years ago, and that was when I discovered Colin and his pastel pencils. I've been obsessed ever since and drawn every single day. For most of the first year, I only did Colin's lessons, and then I gradually started experimenting with pictures of my own. People began asking me if I would draw their dog or cat, and I did, always for free. I don't feel that I'm proficient enough to charge yet, 
Everyone has been delighted with their pet portraits so far, but I'm not sure if they're just being nice or if they really mean it. My sister tells me that I'm far better than I think I am, but she may just be being kind. My problem and what I wanted to ask Colin about is that I feel that I've hit a plateau. In the beginning, I could see the obvious improvement in the quality of my drawings, but now it seems that I'm not really progressing anymore. I look at my art and then I look at the work of very experienced artists and I see that I have a long way to go, but I'm not sure how to get there. Obviously, practice is a factor, but I just feel that I've reached a point where my pictures all look more or less okay, but I don't know how to reach the next level. Colin, did that ever happen to you when you first started out? If so, what did you do differently to take you to the next level? Is it just practice that's required or is there something else I need to do? Thanks so much for your feedback, Colin. It is very much appreciated. Mm. That's a very, very good um, uh, email and I'm sure other people would relate to that. Um, The answer from me, if you want my honest opinion, is that you've got to keep going. Yes, practice, practice, practice. With me, what happened was I'd done a lot of work and I'm talking about years of actually working with the pastel pencils and it got to a point where i was looking at my work similar to marcia 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 Marcia. Uh, similar to marcia i got to the point where it was okay okay i thought if that's the point that i'm gonna stay i'm happy with that because i was enjoying what i was doing and people were buying pictures. I was doing pictures for people um, at commission. I hadn't started teaching at that stage. It was purely only the, um, the commission work and um, putting pictures in my gallery and selling them. But there came a time when I got well in, I think it was a dog I was doing. And when I'd finished this dog, I looked at it and something different about it. I, to this day, I don't know what it was. I thought, there's something different about this. I don't know what it is. And the problem was I couldn't remember what I'd done. Oh, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Was it a good thing? Is something good, positive? Well, not, I didn't think so at the time. Because right. if, I, if I can't remember what I've done, how am I going to do it again? Was it a, a positive outcome, though, that you looked at your yes. picture? Oh, absolutely. It looked fantastic different to what I something very different about it I can't even it's a long time ago now but uh, I cannot remember exactly how I was feeling but I know I was feeling um in one sense I was elated that wow look what I've done and in another how am I going to do it again if I can't remember how I did it (laughs) anyway I thought the only way to do it is do it again so I did another picture and waited until I'd finished it and then looked at it again and exactly the same thing happened again. Again, it looked something special. Couldn't put my finger on it. But what I came to realise was I don't need to put my finger on it because maybe I've moved into another area, another another um, advanced position with my artwork. From then onwards, I never looked back. And I think even today, and I've, we, we've talked about this before, I think my pictures are still improving. But you're not consciously aware of what, doesn't matter what you're doing. doesn't matter anymore. As long as I'm enjoying myself, and I am, people are um, enjoying what I'm doing and they're appreciating what I'm doing, I don't really mind. I, I don't question it anymore. It's, it's as it is. 
But as I said a little while ago, when we were talking about the lips, I looked at that and I was in awe of my work that I was doing. Now, that can sound very big-headed, if you didn't know me better than that. But I'm not. It wasn't that. It was something that I saw. Wow, this is really, really interesting. And I was riveted to it, and I watched the whole thing. I don't often do that, but I did. From the beginning to end, I watched this process of the lips. Because I, I was intrigued to see how it was going to turn out, even though I knew how it was going to turn out. You know, I, mean? I think, just to, just to add to what you're saying here, um, I don't think it's a bad thing to enjoy watching yourself work because it's you should in, you should enjoy what you've accomplished. You know, you did that, mm. and I think just to if anyone's listening, you know, if you're doing something and you watch it back, or, or you know, not that you filmed yourself, but um, you look at the picture at the end and you go, "I did that. I'm really proud of that." And mm. what a good job I've done! Like mm. that's that's it's okay to praise yourself after your work. It's, Nothing it, wrong with that. After at all. all, you know that you're doing it to have that enjoyment. Mm. So I don't think that sounds big-headed at all. No, and I think I think uh, Marcia said, uh, Mar- Marcia, uh, sorry, Marcia, we got a, That's that's I'm my seeing Marcia tomorrow. That's your daughter-in-law. That's right, <laughs> Marcia. Um, uh, what you can do, I think, about it is not worry at all. Carry on doing what you do, enjoying what you do, but see how on when. It could happen to you as it happened to me. Suddenly you'll think, oh, wait a minute, that looks a bit different. One of the ways you can tell this, uh, Steve, is to go back on pictures. If, you, if you've still got some of your old pictures, go back on them. Go back two or three that you did, you know, way back maybe two months before or whatever, and look at that and, and, and the latest one and see, have I improved? And even if you can see just a tiny bit of improvement, that should encourage you to think, well, I think uh, I'm, I'm... You're getting there. Getting there. I think it's the only thing I can suggest. I cannot... Uh, I can't give her any better advice than I've done. But it did happen to me, yes. Mm. And uh, it will it will happen to everybody eventually. But you've got to keep practising. You've got to keep doing it. Mm. I think just the reassurance of what you're saying... Um, is that it, it does happen mm. and uh, it, then something does click and, and something changes and you, you mm. evolve and you grow. Um, I think as long as you're, you're just, as you say, still practising, you're still doing what you're doing and you're not worrying about it, perhaps getting less in your head about it and just mm. enjoying the process. Because after all, like your your best work comes when you are relaxed and you're going mm. with the flow and you're in the zone. You know, one thing that might help here is when someone asks you to do their animal and you do it and they say, how much can I pay you? And you'll say, oh, no, that's all right. You don't have to pay me. I don't want it. You're worried about, you know, if you start charging, would people want more from you? A way to get over this is say, well, yes, um, what I would like if I could be so bold is for you to help me with some of the materials that I would have used. I would have used about £15 worth of materials on this, including the paper and so on. And say, so it's going to, you know, cost you £15. Now, that's silly money, really. Mm. But that way is a good way to start building up. This, I, the reason I say that is because of my class 
classes when I had them, they used to ask me that question. And I said, get, get your money back. Get your money back on, on the materials. That's not unreasonable. Mm. I don't think that's unreasonable. Especially nowadays with the cost of materials and, exactly. and, and pastel map paper. <laughs> you know, you want to get that money back. <laughs> that's right. So, so, and this would lead you on then, you see. Once you start charging, and say, well, thank you very much for the £15, and here's your picture. You've made a start, and then you can have a little bit of confidence maybe then, say, well, I usually charge about £20, or I charge about £50, or I charge about £200, or whatever, you know. Mm. Whatever, you, 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 you go up in increments, you don't go straight away. But as you start um, charging for your work, your work probably will improve, because you've now got a little bit more of a incentive, really. Mm. You know, you're, you're being, people are paying you for what you do, uh, and that can change the dynamics. Good, yeah, good advice. Well, I think so. Yeah, lovely. Fantastic. Well, thanks, Marcia, for sending an email. I hope that's helped. And um, do keep us posted with how you're getting on. And um, if anyone else has something to add to anything that we've discussed today, then please do email us. Um, give us some things to talk about. Um, good. Okay. Well, thanks, Dad. We've covered a lot in this episode. We have, haven't we? Well, it, this is the thing. We we um, we don't do them weekly now, but we make when we do do it, we fill them up, don't we? <laughs> we certainly do. Certainly do. Um, okay. So I know people wanted to know after each episode when the next one was going to be, and it's always quite tricky because it's it changes when I'm coming down. It can change almost weekly. Um, but I would say that we they're likely to be doing one uh, next week because Mims is presenting a film festival awards uh, yep. down here. So in the evening, so it's possibly next week, the 18th. If not, it's going to likely be the 11th of March will be the next one. So in exactly a month's time, but we'll hopefully squeeze one in, in between that. Good. Yeah. But I will keep everyone posted. Uh, yeah. If it is next week, um, I'll let them know when the date of the next episode is, uh, is going up. Lovely. We'll keep an eye out, everyone, for the new pictures that are coming out, the ones we talked about, the lantern. Um, there's a couple of shadow pictures that are coming out, a couple of animals. Um, so those will be going up on the website throughout this week, of the week of you listening to this. Um, hopefully we'll get them edited. Um, so look out for those. And, um, yeah, we'll leave it there, shall we? It, absolutely. Good. Okay, well, that's it for this week. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy, Enjoy your week. You've been listening to Colin Bradley Artcast. Find hundreds of art classes online at colinbradleyart.com. <laughs>